Wake up, everyone. It's time for the Steve Noble Show, where biblical Christianity meets the everyday issues of life in your home, at work, and even in politics. Steve is an ordinary man who believes in an extraordinary God. And on his show, there's plenty of grace and lots of truth, but no sacred cows. Call Steve now at 866-34-TRUTH. That's 866-34-TRUTH. Or check him out online at thestevenobleshow.com. And now, here's your host, Steve Noble. Tick-tock, tick-tock. It's getting weird. <laughs> it's, it's getting weird over here with uh, three days left. T-minus three days and counting for the uh, last episode of the live radio show. But I'll be back. Sounds like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'll be back at the end of January with the podcast, which we're going to do on Friday. So shooting for... Friday, uh, January 26th for the first uh, Steve Noble Show podcast, uh, which will be from my uh, the studio that we're putting together in my basement. So that's going to look different. It's going to feel different. It's going to be longer than the radio show. And uh, in the digital world, it could actually end up being more impactful. It could actually reach more people than the radio show. But we'll see. That's the Lord's stuff to deal with. I'm just trying to be faithful and God is fruitful. And one of the things that that uh, that you know if you've listened or watched for a while is how much of a movie fan I am. And I've been a movie fan really since 1977 when Star Wars came out. I like other movies besides Star Wars. So I've always had an affinity for movies. And as my Christian worldview developed and got educated, then I could work through movies as I've been teaching high school students for the last 11 years, which is Noble U now, uh, which is where I am going to be focusing the majority of my time. Uh, starting next month, as my classes just continue to grow, 235 students currently. And we just had a vision meeting about that earlier today. They asked me where I wanted to be in 10 years. I said, ten di- I want to have 10 different subjects at least. And I'm not teaching all of those. And then 10,000 students, uh, uh, reaching 10,000 families across the country uh, within 10 years that year. So those are big goals, God-sized goals. And, and it's super important to be reaching that generation with biblical truth. But one of the things that I do with the younger generation is I bring movies into it. And so I've always loved movies. And so uh, going back 10 years, when I first found out about October Baby, one of the most powerful pro-life movies I've ever seen. And then I had an opportunity to get those guys on the radio. That was John and Andy Irwin. And ever since then, uh, we've worked together on all kinds of things. We've become friends. Uh, they love Jesus. Therefore, they're great Star Wars fans. So we have that in common. Ordinary Angels is coming out in just a couple of months. Jesus Revolution. Of course, you saw that. American Underdog. Uh, Unsung Heroes is coming out soon. That's following the Smallbone family. That's for King and Country and Rebecca St. James. I still believe, which of course was huge. Uh, Jesus Music, Johnny Cash, and and uh, I can only imagine. And it's just been a great blessing to hang out with these guys and be a part of what God has been doing in their lives. And so that's why it's such a joy to have uh, my good friend Andy Irwin calling in today. Andy, my friend, great to hear from you. How you doing? Merry Christmas. Steve, how you doing, pal? It's always good to talk Star Wars with those sacred cows. And every <laughs> once in a while, I'll plug one of my movies on your show. So appreciate you, buddy. You bet. And uh, it's it's sometimes hard for me to grasp the fact that, that it's been 10 years that we all have all known each other and been on movie sets. And going all the way back to October Baby, you guys have been such a huge blessing uh, in my life, personally, and, and, and also in ministry and being able to come alongside you guys. But it's just been great. I just love it. Well, you've been a, you've been a good friend along the way. And, I, you know, when I heard that this was your final week with the radio show and that you're transitioning to your podcast and your your teaching uh endeavors i was like man i, I, I i've got to be part of closing this out with you because you've 
been a faithful ally to us if we've made movies from the very beginning you know uh starting really small and humble and you know getting a little bit more audacious with each one but it's been uh <laughs> it's been a privilege to tell all those stories and you know you, you're one of the first uh radio personalities to really believe in the stories that we we're telling and now to kind of come into 2024 we've got five movies coming out it's crazy man. with Lionsgate this year and it's a banner year and that uh you know has been the partnership that you've kind of believed in from the beginning and so I'm literally on the set right now of uh, Dallas Jenkins' movie, The Best Christmas Pageant Ever. They're oh, filming yeah. like right behind me outside the the <laughs> window right now, and so it's 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 a fantastic year to be in in faith. Yeah, it's really amazing to see what the Lord has done in all of our lives, really, with a bunch of broken vessels uh, like you guys and myself, and and starting with the little things, and for you guys, you know, jumping in on those ESPN cameras all those years ago as uh, little whippersnappers and even before that and and it's it's just been so enjoyable i feel like a spoiled brat because of the things that the lord has allowed me to be a part of and coming alongside you guys and and, and i was a fan anyway but the fact that we've been able to work together and, and meet some of the same people and put our shoulders to the same plow man it's just been uh, besides meaningful it's just been a lot of fun and very fulfilling uh, like a dream of mine being on movie sets because i love movies so much and the star wars stuff i guess is just cherry on the top yeah, I agree. I agree. The Star Wars may may be the the the, the main course, and all the rest is the cherry <laughs> on the top. But the uh, you know, I, I think that we've been a uh, you know, faith film as a whole, we've been a, a band of misfits for a long time, where we just all had a dream of telling stories that represented what we believed and who we are in a realistic way. Yeah, and, so, and, you and know, the, it's, it's been it's been amazing. And that's one of the cool things, you know. I'm in the business of truth on the radio and on in the classroom, you guys are in the business of truth uh, through your movie and your, your storytelling. And that's one of the things that I've always loved about you guys is that you just continue to tell true stories uh, in a beautiful way in an artistic way in a cinematic. I mean, it's just incredible the level of quality that you guys can achieve now as God continues to open doors, but it's always been about the same thing. And that's the truth. Yeah, it has. I mean, we just, we just wanted to you know represent, Christianity in its truest sense, and you know, we we kind of centered around telling true stories because that just allowed us to for it to not feel forced and it to yeah. feel real and authentic. Yeah. And you know, as there's been a group of us that we all started together, you know, with that same kind of calling, and to see the year that's happened where hmm. the people that have found their voices all in unison. You look at like Dallas Jenkins with the Chosen. You look at yeah. uh, you know us with you know, imagine to uh, Jesus Revolution, you look at, uh, you know, people like Alejandro that just did uh, uh, Monverde, that just did right. Sound of Freedom. And it's just, it's been a year where it's been great to be faith-oriented and to tell stories of redemption. And the audience has clearly voted with their tickets. That's right. And it has allowed, you know, um, us to do more of it. And so it's just, it's an exciting time. Yeah, it certainly is exciting, and I'll continue to put my shoulder to that same plow and looking forward to uh, partnering with you guys as much as I can and getting all these students involved on the podcast however I can. I love and appreciate you, Andy and John. Uh, uh, best wishes, of course, going into the new year. Merry Christmas. I look forward to talking again soon. Thanks for calling, pal. It really means a lot to me. Congrats, Steve. Appreciate you, buddy. Thanks, pal. We'll talk again. Thanks so much. That was Andy Irwin, Kingdom Story Company. They just continue to rock and roll from a little film 12 years ago to where they're at today. Five releases next year. Crazy. We'll be right back. This is Steve Noble.
www.ghostbusiness.org. Welcome back. It's Steve Noble, The Steve Noble Show. Three days left, and then I am out of here, which is one of the things I say when a Christian brother uh, or sister passes away, really regardless of their age. Of course, as they get older and it's more difficult, like when my dad died at 91, uh, that's what I thought to myself. He's out of here, on to such bigger and better things. And so uh, that's just kind of, you know, what's I'm kind of out of here on Friday, but that's just live radio. The, The podcast will... Pick back up at the end of January. I'm pouring myself into Noble U, by the way, if you want to get on the email list so I can let you know about the podcast. But if you watch on Facebook, if you watch on Rumble, and I'm going to use my uh, Joe Biden voice, we're going to get back on YouTube. So we'll get back on YouTube uh, by uh, the time we launch the the podcast, which will be uh, new and improved and expanded. It'll be longer than the radio show, which I'm excited about. And I don't have to worry about commercial breaks, which is cool. And I'll still have guests and and working on the formatting of that, but that'll kick back up. So whether you're on Facebook or Rumble or or YouTube, that you'll be able to watch the video of that. But all the major podcast platforms where the radio show is already, I'll be there uh, doing the podcast. So there's now now John and Andy Irwin, who was just talking to Andy Irwin from Kingdom Story Company. I go back ten years with those guys. Uh, I go back. Let's see if he can remember. I I go back way more than that with Troy Newman from Operation Rescue. Tro- Troy, Merry Christmas, bro. How are you? Thanks for calling. Hey, blessings. You. I think uh, 2015 was my first in-studio broadcast with you in North Carolina. But well, we when did we even meet? Several years before that. Yeah, well, I think we met. The very first time I went to the Council for National Policy was in Washington, D.C. Get this. I, I was a guest of Bob Fisher, and, and it was 2005. Okay. I, I was probably there. And you we, were probably you know, there. Cr- local crazy guys, we probably hung out together. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely hung out together, and uh, and that's when I, I was talking to Bishop Wooden. Bishop Wooden was in the studio all day yesterday with me, who, who of course, was good friends uh, with Dean, and Dean went to be with the Lord uh, just a few days ago. But oh, I Dean told, Nelson, yeah, yeah, Dean, and I told, I told Patrick, I said, listen, one of the things that God used, one of the primary things that God used in my life to get me to another level as a Christian. Uh, was hanging around people that were already there and were already active. And I always tell people that you're one of those people because you've been on the front lines of the life movement for over three decades now. And uh, that was just so inspiring. And then the fact that you were just down to earth and fun and cool and aggressive was uh, was unexpected. I thought I'd find this this group of hoity-toity people. But uh, <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever described you as hoity-toity. <laughs> I, no, I get kicked out of the hoity-toity black tie events. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Troy Newman is not welcome. Anyway, it, it's been a long time, and, and I appreciate the fact that you've been on the show so many times. And uh, and then, of course, we we did a couple of live ones when we were in the studio together. I think— I hosted your program You hosted before. Yeah, I think you did yeah, that, that from a, a bot a radio studio. Blessing. That was a yeah. bot radio studio, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, both of them were bot radio studio. Yeah, both times I hosted. It was fantastic. That was so cool. I think that was in. Uh, did you have to go to Kansas? Because you're in Wichita. Did you have to go to Kansas right. City to do one that? in Kansas City at the at the at the mothership of Bot Radio Network, and another one at a satellite ship here in Wichita. Yeah, which was cool uh, and, and a lot of fun. What, what do you think? Did you ever think? Wouldn't ask me this question yesterday. Did you ever think that you would see Roe versus Wade overturned? I did. 
Yeah. See, I'm an eternal optimist, Steve. I'm Mm. I'm an optimist in everything that Jesus does. And he's king. (laughs) He sits on the throne. Psalm 110, verse 1, the most quoted Old Testament verse into the New Testament. The Lord said to my my Lord, sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies your footstool. So Jesus is just kicking back on the throne one by one. His enemies of the of, of the cross are being gathered underneath his feet and his footstool, and he's stepping on them. Kind of reminds you of of uh, Genesis three fifteen. You know, the the serpent yeah. strikes at his heel, but Jesus crushes his Crushed. head. So Jesus is the eternal King. He's going to take all this stuff in in his dominion and take power over it. It took a lot longer than I thought, yeah. and of course the mop-up operation now is getting even more complicated, mm-hmm. but we've got 14 states that are abortion-free, 14 states that no longer kill children. Couldn't have said that two years ago. Yeah, that's right. But we can now. A million babies a year getting saved, and we're crushing uh, the abortion cartel, ending their the ability, their stranglehold, their ability of the abortion cartel to make war on the children. That's our goal. And do you do you think that the uh, the church and the pro life movement at large has uh, responded well to the overturning? Because it's kind of like, hey, you wanted the ball, now you got it, and so uh, you have to get busy. We have to go after these moms and dads and go after supporting them when they choose life. But how would you? How do you think well, we're doing? You know, you remember that that line from Braveheart? Yeah, King King Longshanks just up there. He says the problem with Scotland it is full of Scots. Right. Well, the problem with the pro-life movement is full of a bunch of sinners, pathetic people like me, and we always do the wrong thing. We always make the wrong mistakes. But ultimately, God's in control, and you look back behind you, say, "Wow, that was perfect. It worked out great." So yeah, I think they're making a lot of mistakes. These statewide initiatives are horrible. We're getting our our hat handed to us. I think we're over seven or over yeah, eight yeah. on them. The messaging needs to change. We, we the the pro-life movement as a whole uh, are a little bit. Uh, uh, embarrassed by their constituents. Yep. In other words, the aborted children, they get chopped up and thrown in the trash every single day, burning and incinerators, their body parts sold, you know, that whole story. And we want to make it about the mom. Uh, abortion hurts women. Yes, abortion hurts women. It's terrible. It's horrific. But I did not get involved in the pro-life movement because abortion hurts women. I got involved because it dismembers and kills an innocent human being, yeah. creating the image and likeness of God. And until we get back to that, we're going to continue losing. Yeah, that's exactly right. And you have to be willing to take that stand uh, and, and say, okay, like in North Carolina, they completely wimped out and went for a 12-week or a 14-week ban because they just didn't have the backbone to go after a six-week heartbeat bill, which effectively gets rid of abortion in any state or to flat out get rid of it 100%. Put that in any context. You know, you put it in the gun movement. You know, I, I believe in uh, uh, guns. You can only own two guns. You know, or I, I believe that you, you can own slaves after the age of 50 or – you know, you it, it just put it in any other cultural context. Would the would the anti-hunting movement be okay with? Oh, you can only kill two deer a year. No, right. it's zero. It's an abolition. Uh, the, it's it's look either it's a child creating the image and likeness of God That's from right. the moment the seed and egg meet, or it's not. Either abortion is murder, or it's not. There's no common ground here. Yeah. And we work for the Lord. We we interpret His law word. And we give it to the world, whether they like it or not, mm-hmm. and hopefully in a winsome, funny uh, way that brings people to the cross and to repentance and to salvation through Jesus Christ. But his law does not change. It's completely immutable through all times and places in, in all areas of the world. Abortion, killing a human being is murder, and it's sin. And I will never stop saying that yeah. as much as they sue me and throw me in jail and right. intimidate me, cancel me, all that stuff. Forget it. 
<clears throat> yeah, and it's not going to stop you. It's not going to stop me. It doesn't stop me in the classroom with all these students that I get to, to, to impact every week and continuing to uh, teach them what I've learned and to hold the line and to speak the truth regardless of what it costs you. That's just the deal. You've been a great example of that. I love you and appreciate you, Troy Newman. Merry Christmas to you and your family and that new grandbaby is such an awesome thing to see. Hey, that, what a blessing. Uh, hey, I look forward blessing. to your long-form podcast. Yeah, I think man. that's the wave of the future and it's going to be really good. We'll sit down and talk. Absolutely. Longer, we'll do it. Thanks, pal. Conversations. Have God a great speed. Christmas. All right, pal. God you bless. You too. See ya. That was Troy Newman, and he's been arrested more than anybody I know. <laughs> I think Troy's been arrested like 32, 35 times, something like that. I need to clarify that next time I talk to him. Uh, hopefully, we'll get a call from our buddy Steve Dace on The Blaze. He'll be calling next. And then I might open up the phones. If you want to uh, say anything about the show, you can also email me, by the way, Steve at the stevenobleshow.com. We'll be right back. Back at Steve Noble, the Steve Noble Show, 866-348-7884 is the number. If you want to get in line, you can uh, jump in. If you'd like to say something about the show, its impact on your life, whatever the case may be. And uh, we'll be happy to take your call. And we've been talking to some friends that uh, have been impactful in my life and in this ministry and in this calling and radio, uh, like Andy Irwin of the uh, – Kingdom Story Company, John and Andy, and all the incredible Christian films they've made. The most recent one you would know would be Jesus Revolution, and then Troy Newman with Operation Rescue, and somebody else that I've known for a little over a decade now and have just uh, learned a lot uh, listening to Steve Dace on the air. He's brilliant. He's an incredible uh, political analyst and, and, and a thought leader. Uh, loves the Lord, uh, puts it all out there, is not particularly interested or affected by what people think of him. And that's the freedom that Christ gives you. I know I'm no longer beholden to your opinion of me. And so and, and, and that's when you can just speak the truth and speak a hard truth. And if you if you touch people's golden calves like Steve does and like I do all the time, I mean, you get a lot of grief from people that otherwise would would probably align with you. They're conservatives, they're Republicans or whatever. Uh, but you got to be willing to swing the swing the sword in both directions. And if you aren't and you're just an appeaser and you're a coward, you're afraid to pay the price and you don't want to alienate your friends. So if all your friends are hardcore Trumpers and they all wear MAGA hats, uh, you kind of keep your opinions to yourself when it comes to Donald Trump, uh, which to me, you're, you're, you're kind of bowing down at that altar, too. And you can't do that. And that's one of the things I've loved about Steve Dace over the years is he has no interest in doing that. And I've learned a lot, and it's been inspiring, and, and, and he's been on the show many times, and I consider him a dear friend. Steve Dace, welcome back. But, buddy, how are you? Merry Christmas. I'm doing well, my friend. Merry Christmas. And I just wanted to uh, make sure I got in here for your last week on the show. And just thank you for everything uh, that uh, you've done with your show, your ministry, and the impact you've had. And uh, I know you're moving on because – there's a greater uh, impact uh, where the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. And uh, you're tired of living election to election. You're trying to win the next generation, Amen. which we have not taken seriously on our side for at least a generation. So yep. I applaud you for it, even though, brother, your voice will absolutely be missed. Yeah, and that's and thank you for saying all that. And that's one of the things that I've wrestled with for the last couple of years. I'm like, listen, there's a place— 
uh, for me being in Christian radio, you being on the blaze and, and, and we have a significant audience out there. You've got a great audience. They're, they're engaged. They're, they're voting hopefully. And there's a place for us to deal with them, but their time is limited. Our, our time is limited. And what, what's coming after us, our, our founding fathers use the word posterity a lot. A lot of people today don't even know what it means. And so over these last couple of years, I'm like, man, what, where should my, my t- time and talent and treasure and gifting, is it better off talking to our crowd or is it better off reaching the next generation? And after the last couple of years, and as much as Noble U is, is growing in no small part uh, to many people that have found out about it by me being on your show, it's a no brainer. And we're all on the same wall. We just have different places and seasons come and seasons go. Uh, but, but, but man, the work is so important. Time is limited. We don't know how much time we have left. And we definitely have an enemy, and hopefully people figure that out when they saw Nefarious. Uh, so can you say anything about kind of what's next with Nefarious, Steve? I know the Bible study came out, uh, but, but what's kind of next in that stream? Because that's a message that I think we need to continue to pound home, that we actually have an enemy uh, that's much bigger than the Democrat Party. Or it's the spirit of the age, and a lot, a lot of people just don't think that way. I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, we actually, two weeks ago, uh, we began the storyboarding process for the Nefarious sequel. And uh, it's going to be actually, it's going to be a series. And so we, we've laid out our episode arc, our overall arc. And um, I would say we're getting closer to beginning the script writing process. And both uh, Sean Patrick Flannery and Jordan Belfi have agreed to come back. Nice. There will be at least one other major cast member uh, that we'll be uh, announcing at some point. Um, I've got, a, a somewhat idea of who it might be, but I can't say yet. Sure, and sure. Uh, we're just all very, very, very excited. I mean, I'm very excited to see how the devil will try to kill me this time. And, <laughs> you know, yeah. and which, you know, we'll we'll get back in the ring. Which is not, for those of you listening, and, and I brought this up as much as I could, and we prayed for you on the air as well, Steve, that, that as, as Steve and his wife – and his family and his, and his ministry there at the Blaze were attacked on so many different levels, Steve, particularly. And, and let me just say, and then I'll let you go. The, when, you would, when you text me with uh, a serious prayer request in your life when you're in the pit of hell like you were in that hospital bed, uh, the fact that you uh, reach out to me and share that with me uh, really means a lot to me, Steve, because I think you know that I care about you and I'm going to pray about you. And, and, and we're on the same wall and we're in the same fight. And that just means a lot to me. So I just wanted to make sure I said that publicly and, and just really appreciate the impact you've had on me, everything I've learned from you and will continue to. So I'm excited to see what the Lord continues to do with you at the blaze and with the movie and everything else. And I just thank God for our friendship. And I thank God for you. I appreciate it, brother. The feeling is mutual. You're a, a good friend and a better warrior and uh, finish the race, brother. Thank you. Amen. You too. Thanks so much, Steve. Have a Merry Christmas, man. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, Steve Dace on The Blaze, and <laughs> if I make you uncomfortable, uh, he takes that to a whole new level. And and Steve Steve is wild to, to watch and listen to because he essentially has a photographic memory. So it's amazing what kind of storehouse his brain is for everything. And he's unapologetic and he's unafraid. And he wears his faith on, on his sleeve. Uh, he's up there in Iowa. He, he backed and continues to back uh, Ron DeSantis. And which gets him blasted by Trump and everybody else. He was getting blasted by Rudy Giuliani uh, the last week. He's take a lot. He takes a lot of incoming fire. Uh, if I if I had a uh, platform as big as his, I, I, the, the same thing would happen. I mean, most of the grief people assume 
uh, because I'm uber conservative, I'm so far to the right, I'm about to fall off the flat earth, that that I get all kinds of grief and hate mail from liberals. Well, let me just remind you, there aren't a whole lot of liberal-minded people that listen to Christian radio. And so uh, when I do get grief, it's mostly online. It's like Facebook and, and things of that nature uh, or somebody that encounters the podcast or when I'm on somebody else's show. But I, I would say the number one source of grief that I've gotten uh, is, is quote-unquote friendly fire over the last six years because I dare to criticize Things about Donald Trump. I voted for him twice. I, I'm, I'm I'm not enamored uh, by the guy with the guy. I'm, I'm not excited about him, and uh, and 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 I just I'm going to swing the axe in both directions. And so most of the really nasty uh, pushback I've gotten since 2016 has been from uh, I assume fellow Christians uh, bashing me because I would go negative on Trump when I felt like I needed it. Uh, I, my allegiance isn't to him. My allegiance isn't to the Republican Party. My allegiance isn't even to the United States of America. I love this country. I'm a patriot. But my allegiance to Christ outweighs it all. It's, it's not even like, hey, uh, it's a, it's America is right there with my faith. No, no, it isn't. I love this country. I teach a lot about this country, civics and, and U.S. history. And I love this country. I would make the I would make a strong case that it's the the, the most influential uh, and greatest country in the history of the world, besides the unique role of Israel. Uh, but it, there's plenty of blood on our ledger, plenty of sin on our ledger, and so I'm very sober minded about it. And uh, Bob Touchton, who's on our board, is going to call in on Friday. Actually, Dan Forrest, the former lieutenant governor, is a dear friend, and we've known each. I, I knew him before he ever became lieutenant governor, and and. Uh, had a couple of his kids in class. So Dan Forrest is going to call in Friday, uh, which will be the last day. He's calling in on Friday. And uh, J.D. Greer, the pastor of the Summit Church, who's a friend of mine and happens to be my pastor, he's going to call in. And then Bob Touchman is going to call in, who was the chairman of my board for several years and is still on my board and a, just a dear friend. And I, I, Bob still remembers this a couple of years ago when I changed my description, not my pronouns. I would say, hey, hey, you know, here, here's the, here's how I look. I'm not an Ameri- I'm not an American Christian. I'm a Christian who, by God's grace, happens to live in America. By God's grace and God's providence, I was born and raised and live here. But I'm a Christian who lives here. I'm not an American Christian because I'm not going to put my Americanism in front of my Christianity or above it. It's below it. It's not even next to it. It's below it. And that's where we all need to be. Uh, this is not your home. It's not your home country. It's not your home citizenship. That's in heaven. And, and, and you should care about the city in which you live. Ezekiel teaches us that. Pray for, work for the good of the city. Uh, because it's good for you and it's good for your neighbors who we're commanded to love. But that, that's, that's the role I'm trying to teach my students at Noble U. Is, hey, listen, you're a Christian who by God's grace happens to live in America. And, and you have a unique opportunity to influence the culture around you to represent Christ well, to be a beacon of truth. No matter what they say, no matter how they react, none of that really ultimately matters. Your faithfulness faithfulness matters. Be faithful. God will take care of the fruit. And eventually he'll take care of all of it. But in the meantime, just be faithful. And God will use you. 
uh, and, and give you a life of meaning, which you otherwise are going to settle for a whole lot less than what he wants to give you. Uh, if you want to chime in, have some thoughts about the show, I'd be happy to do that in the last segment. Then we'll be with our good friend Sam Horn tomorrow and back on Friday, which I'll open up the phones as much as I can, but I definitely have some things that I want to say on Friday, which we'll get to. But if you want to call in in the last segment, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. We'll be right back. Noble, the Steve Noble Show. Great to be with you. T-minus, well, it's almost two days left at this point. Uh, Till the radio show ends on Friday, the podcast will pick up the last Friday of January. That'll be longer and uh, new and improved, different set. Everything will be a little bit different about that. But when I have uh, guests like I did yesterday with Bishop Woodnon, I won't be constrained to a, 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 a basically a 40-minute talk time on the radio, plus commercial breaks and, and interrupting things because of commercial breaks. I won't be constrained by any of that. So I'm looking forward to that and exploring what that podcast could look like. That'll be once a week starting at the end of January. So if you want to get on the email list, and I'll give you all the different ways that you can watch or listen uh, because I know most of us uh, in this audience are uh, over 40, shall we say. And uh, sometimes like, can I get a podcast on my phone? As a matter of fact, you probably can already. I'll just help you out with that. Uh, just text my name, text Steve to 66866. Text Steve, that's the message you're sending. And the number you're sending it to, just trying to help you out, 66866. To talk like the kids do these days, just text Steve to 66866. We'll hit you right back, get your email, and you'll be on the list. And had a bunch of people doing that in the last couple of weeks. So make sure that you'll know when the podcasts are coming out. And in the future, when the podcast is coming out, we'll, we'll get you involved there. If you want to call in, we got some time left today. 866-348-7884. If you have some things you'd like to say about how the show uh, has impacted your life, what God has done in your life as a result of the show, uh, what he's doing, not me. I'm just a, a tool, just a part of what he's doing. 866-348-7884. Most of you, Rush Limbaugh talked about this all the time. Only one in a thousand talk radio show listeners are comfortable calling in. Isn't that hilarious? One in a thousand. And so if you're in the 999, <laughs> you'd rather not pick up the phone. And, you, and you'd like to share something with me? I'd love to hear from you. Just email me. Steve at thestevenobleshow.com. It's that simple. Steve at thestevenobleshow.com. I guarantee I'll read it. I'll probably respond. And uh, it'll mean a lot to me if the show's blessed you in one way or another. And one of the people that's been a part of this show behind the scenes for you on the radio, you might have heard me mention my sister every once in a while, has just been faithful, uh, a big sister to me my whole life, obviously. But uh, on the show for years, literally on Facebook Live, my eldest sister, Kathy. Hey, Kath, how are you doing? I love you. Thanks for calling. Hey, Steve. I'm good. How are you? Love you. I'm good. A little weird, but uh, but good. <laughs> it feels it is weird. weird. It, it's really weird. And, uh, you know, um, the last couple of days watching the show, and I'm already getting emotional. Um, you know, Warren, my husband, for people in radio world that don't know, he's like, Kath, <laughs> it's okay. You're going to talk to him again. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I know, but it's different because it's been such a blessing to see you on Facebook Live all these years because uh, it's not like we live in the same town. Yeah. Um, but my faith journey, and this is what I wanted to share, um, has grown so much um, really since I met and married Warren back in 97. But 
once you were on the air and just the different guests you had, um, certainly a lot of the nonprofits um, and listening to their stories, but mostly just um, listening and learning from you has made um, just such a huge impact on my journey. And I've learned more and I've been made more aware. And it's just, you know, you're an incredible blessing to me as my youngest brother, but your show and what I've learned has been an incredible blessing in my faith journey. And um, I thank you and I love you. And like I've told you a gazillion times, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> well, you're you're very kind. It's, it's uh, strange to hear all that from my eldest sibling. And uh, but but I, I you know God has been so kind and so faithful to both of us and to a lot of people through this and that's why I'm I I mean I, I you know Dad used to struggle with this I used to argue with him all the time about this because no, he, he, really? he would I know it's a shock he he would want to <laughs> he he would want me to take credit for stuff and I would be like Dad it's not me I mean it's just what the Lord has done in my life and what He's done in my mind and my spirit my heart my my ability to communicate or whatever yeah but you're a part of it too. And we would go back and forth. And eventually I'm like, I remind hmm. myself, I need to honor my father. So I need to just stop arguing and say, thank you, dad. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and so, and, and that's what I say to you too. Thanks, Kath. And, and your support and Warren's support over the years. And, and that, those kind of encouraging words and, and you be, whether you say anything or not, the fact that you show up at, at virtually every day on Facebook live has just been this unique, like I said, in the last segment, I feel spoiled. I feel like a spoiled brat by so many things that the Lord has done in my life and you being here and part of the show every day is certainly one of the biggies. I love you and uh, can't thank you. I love you too. That. All right. We'll talk soon. Merry Christmas. Okay. Sounds good. Merry Christmas. Right. Bye. Thanks. Talk to you later. Bye. That was my eldest sister, Kathy. And I'm going to leave it at that. My eldest sister. Usually I tease her about her age difference, but I won't this day, this, this time, which is rare. I'll let it go. Let's jump over to Carol, who's calling in. Carol, thanks so much for calling. You're on. This is Steve. Go right ahead. Hi. I just want to call in and say thank you for so many informative broadcasts, uh, mm. for introducing us to Christian leaders and those serving in so many areas. Uh, the many times you've honored veterans on your show, mm. um, encouraged all of us to be more active in, in serving the Lord. It's a real inspiration. I'll miss your program uh, when I don't always have time to catch it, yeah. but I always look forward to it when I do see who's is on that day and, and what you're telling us about. Yeah. I've enjoyed hearing about our opportunities at local universities, mm-hmm. um, to m- Christian movies, which I try to support and learned about many of them and had the opportunity to um, learn about so many people who are in creative uh, jobs to serve the Lord, too. Thank you so much. We'll You're miss welcome. you. And yet I uh, agree with you wholeheartedly about working with youth and yeah. and being able to teach the next generation. Amen. Carol, thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you for your encouragement. Thanks for listening. It means a lot. Thank you. Ever You're welcome. forward. Ever forward. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much. And that's... Uh... <laughs> Somebody asked me, how are you going to end the last show, the last radio show on Friday? I said, the same way I've always ended them. The same way I'll end it today. Uh, and quote my dad. Uh, because I grew up with that ever forward. And uh, that's the deal. If you're, if you're a believer, if you're in Christ, that's, that's your deal too. 
like eternally ever forward, which is super cool. Speaking of veterans, my cousin Vance, uh, like my sister, uh, Catherine, uh, just been so faithful to be on the show. So he put something on Facebook, Vance. Uh, I'm not going to ask you permission to read it. I'm just going <laughs> to read it. Sometimes it's easier to ask forgiveness or permission, right? I'd call, but I know I couldn't get through a conversation. I can barely keep my emotions in check just listening to you this week. I've loved getting to know the incredible man and servant to God you have become. I love you. And thank you. And uh, this goes back to when my dad went to be with the Lord. He's out of here, man. And and deservedly so. Uh, and, and then we just had this, this great memorial service for my dad out in the mountains. Uh, it's kind of funny. Talk about humbling when the pastor uh, interrupts your uh, <laughs> comments at your father's memorial because we're running out of time and the military honor guard is there and they don't have much time so he literally comes up and he grabs my Steve I'm so sorry uh, we need to make I need you to wrap it up because he's got, I'm like oh <laughs> God is so effective at keeping me in my place uh, and so but Vance and, and his dad Bill they, they were there for that and that that's when we kind of reconnected we all lived all over the place and and the Johnson family moved all over the place being in the military and so we didn't didn't see each other much, so we didn't really get to know each other much. But Vance has been a part of the show ever since then. And uh, and again, Vance, I mean, what a huge blood. It's just like it's just like God to give you back the years that the locusts have eaten. This this incredible cousin of mine who I have come to know so much better and, and love and adore. And God brings all that back around through the passing of my father, your uncle, and and then this. And, and here we are. And this will continue with the podcast and everything. It, it's not going to be like like my sister was saying. It's not five days a week where we have that opportunity and you're literally looking at me. But we'll stay engaged. And, uh, and, and, and God used you, Vance, to be an encouragement to me. And then once you started telling me some of the information about our history on, on my mother's side, because I'm teaching U.S. history and now world history along with civics and Christian ethics at Noble U. NobleUschool.com, which is where you need to send everybody that's got high school-age students. Public school, private school, I don't care where they're at. If they're in public school, they're full-time students in public school, they can they can audit my classes. They're getting garbage there. They're getting the blue pill. Let me give them, give them the red pill, okay? Let me give them the truth with discipleship, with biblical worldview, with a gospel reaction. Help me to equip them. Okay, nobleuseschool.com. And Vance told me about things on my mother's side of the family and his side of the family. All the way back to the Mayflower Compact. And I'm teaching about the Mayflower Compact and I'm teaching American history. And I'm like, you have no idea, Vance, how much weight, in a good way, that added to what I'm doing and the significance of what I'm doing in the classroom with these students. And, uh, and, and that will continue to bear fruit. You sharing that with me. Uh, it has borne fruit, is bearing fruit, and will continue to bear fruit. And and that's just an awesome thing. And once again, I feel like a spoiled brat by my sister, by Vance, by Steve Dace, by Troy Newman, by Andy and John Irwin, by all of you and your support, your love, and your interest. The fact that anybody listens to me at all is shocking. <laughs> I just give God all the glory. We'll be back tomorrow. Sam Horn is a dear friend at uh, Bob Jones Seminary. He's been on his own cancer journey the last couple of months. That'll be an incredible show tomorrow. And then back on Friday, Dan Forrest is calling in. 
uh, Bob Touchton and J.D. Greer calling in on Friday. And I'll have plenty to say before we wrap up the live radio show. Text Steve to 66866. This is Steve Noble on The Steve Noble Show. God willing, I'll talk to you again real soon. And like my dad always used to say, ever forward.